0: Namaskar, welcome to another episode of the Vedas Explorer, where we continue our awe-inspiring exploration of the vast and infinite knowledge and wisdom encapsulated in Sanatan Dharma, also known as Hinduism. I am your host Saraj. So far, we have been talking about the Rig Veda. In this episode, we are diving into the heart of another interesting Sukta known as the Hiranagarbha Sukta, critically analyzing its contents through the lens of modern science and logical reasoning the hiranyagarbha sukta also known as the golden Imbrahu hymn is a poetic masterpiece found in the rigveda it offers a glimpse into the vedic seers profound contemplation of the cosmos origin and the interconnectedness of all existence in this sukta the universe is likened to an embryo, a potent metaphor that hints at the essence of creation. Without further ado, let's hear the Sukta before we try to understand it and its significance.
1: bhassama vartata akre e bhutasya jatav patireka aasite sada adhara prithivindya mutemam kasmai deva jah vishavidhema yaha atmada valada yasya vishwa upasate prashishan yasya devaha yasya chajamrita yasya mrityuk kasmai deva jah vishavidhema Ya pranato nimishato mahitwai kaitra jajagato vabhūpa Ya ishe asya dvipadascha tuspadak kasmai deva jahavishā vidhema Ya syeme hima vando mahitwa yasya samudra mrasaya asahau Ya syema pradisho yasya bahu kasmai deva jahavishā vidhema Yenat Yaurukra Prathibi Chadruha yenas vasta jena nagaha, yo andarik ayasobimah, kasmay ide paya habishá abidhema, Yankrandasi abasatas taphane apjaikamasare jamane, yathi sura utitovipati kasmahi ide paya havishá abithema. Apoh ayad brahati rvishwama yangar pantadha ana deva nam samavartata sure kachkasmayi deva ya havisha avidhema. Yashtita ko mahina parya pasyad akshantadha ana janajan tir yajam yo debeswati kasmai i deba jahabisha avidhema mano ahimsit janita ya frithivya yo vati vam yascha paschandra Brahadir, chajanak asmayi devajah vishaa vidhema praja apathenatva deta nyanyo visvaa jatani parita babhubaa yatka amaste juhumastanno astuvayam sya mapatayorajinam
0: In the dawning age, the golden seed unfurled. Born, the sole lord of creatures, he did rule the world. He held earth and heaven their embrace profound. To which deity in reverence should offerings be bound? Bestowers of soul force in vigor's embrace, all, gods included, bow before his grace. Immortality, his shadow, death within his might. Whose altar shall we honour in worship's sacred rite? A king he stands, the breathing seeing's guide. In his vast realm, beings both four- and two-legged reside. The snowy mountains rose by his decree, Ocean's essence, his, and his arms, the directions we see. Heaven finds its vigour, earth stands steadfast and true, Worlds of light and sky, upheld by him, it's true. Midworld's dimensions he holds in measured embrace, whose altar shall we approach with offerings in grace. Heaven and earth sing praises to his name, for his firm support and shelter's growing flame. Their illuminated minds look up in grateful sight as the sun ascends, spreading its golden light. When waters mighty shroud the universe wide, bearing Agni's flame, universe's heart dot guide, Prajapati, sole breath of God's ancient glow whose altar shall be revered forevermore. Beholding energies he brought forth the stream, Bearing discernment's gift, a radiant dream, above all gods he stood in sovereign might, To whom shall we offer homage in wisdom's light? Father of earth, our protector, stand by our side, He who shaped the heavens where truth doth reside, Creator of waters in splendor and delight, whose altar shall be graced with offerings bright? O Prajapati, none but you we adore, Creator of all beings forevermore, our desires. Find refuge in your guiding flame. Grant us mastery over life's aim. Hiranyagarvasupta from the 121st hymn, 10th mandala, is a profound contemplation on the cosmic creation. The verses begin by acknowledging the presence of the cosmic creator Hiranyagarbhi, who existed before the universe's manifestation. The verse employs the metaphor of a golden egg or womb from which creation emerges. The concept is remarkably similar to modern cosmological theories such as the big bang theory which proposes that the universe originated from a singularity, a state of extremely high density and energy. The imagery of the golden egg symbolizes the latent potentiality of the universe. Just as an egg contains the potential to give rise to a living being, the cosmic egg holds the potential for its universe's emergence. This aligns with modern theories of the universe's origin from a primordial state of potential. The Sukta implies that the cosmic creator is not merely a mechanical force, but possesses consciousness and intention. This resonates with modern discussions about the role of consciousness in quantum physics and the universe's self-awareness through sentient beings. Maybe this is why Heisenberg, famous for his uncertainty principle, stated that the quantum theory will not look ridiculous to people who have read the Vedanta. It also talks about the undifferentiated state of the universe. The verses describe the cosmic source as neither manifest nor unmanifest, existing before any differentiation. This idea aligns with the concept of a singularity, a state of infinite density as we talked about, which existed before the universe's expansion and differentiation into matter and energy. The Sukta also hints at the interconnectedness of celestial bodies. The imagery of the cosmic creator as the rider of the moon and the portrayal of directions as, as the creator's arms imply an interconnected relationship between celestial bodies and the cosmic source. This resonates with modern understanding of gravitational forces and celestial motions and the fact that gravity and space are highly interlinked. The Sukta refers to the cosmic creator as the sole lord of every creature and the sole king of the breathing and seeing. These phrases suggest a unified intelligence governing the universe's diverse elements which aligns with modern scientific discussions about the unity of natural laws and their applicability everywhere. It also talks about balance of forces and cycles. The Sukta depicts the creator as the lord of death and the lord of life, emphasizing the cyclical process of death and rebirth. This concept resonates with modern ecological understanding where life and death are integral parts of natural cycles and energy exchange and not completely diverse. Now that we have discussed some scientific theories and how the supta in a way resonates with them, let's talk about the spiritual side of things. The same pattern of creation described in this supta repeats everywhere. Everything comes out of a single entity and the whole universe is supposed to have sprang out in a very similar fashion. Animals. Grow from single celled organisms into beasts or beings of higher size. Cells sacrifice themselves by division to create multicellular organisms. Gases and dust spin out of stars to create solar systems, and the list just goes on and on. We also discuss something very similar in the Purusha Sutra. Interestingly, the Purusha Sukta is a hymn, just a couple of hymns before the Hiranyagarbha Sukta in the same 10th mandala of Rigave, where Purusha, whom we understood as, an, as a singularity, creates the whole universe out of itself. And then all the beings, in a way, come out of the Purusha. So Purusha here is very similar to Hiranyagarbha from where everything springs up. There are several Aranyaks of Krishna Yajurveda and the Shveteshwar Upanishad that describe Shiva or Rudra as the Purusha responsible for creating the universe from a part of him where Purusha creates a Virat Purusha that creates the whole of the universe. Similarly, in Srimad Bhagavatam, in its first khand, or chapter, we see Vishnu with thousands of heads and limbs resting on the celestial waters on top of Ananta. and in order to start the process of creation goes into a state where a lotus springs out of his navel and out comes Brahma, the creator entity that then created the universe and the other beings. So, who is Hiranyakarpa? Is Shiva the Purusha or Vishnu? Well, it's not that simple and we don't know the answer. But what we do know is that the beginning of everything is denoted in a very similar way across multiple scriptures in Sanatan Dharma and all this is thought-provoking to say the least. The way people in those days could grasp this knowledge, pass it down and even conceive it is just thought-provoking. That's it for this episode. Tell us how you felt, share it with others and join us again in the next episode of the Vedas Explorer as we explore the connection between Vedic knowledge and scientific understanding, uncovering the harmonious convergence between ancient wisdom and contemporary discoveries. Until then, I am your host Saranj. And may the infinite wisdom of Sanatana Dharma guide your path and illuminate your journey of self discovery. Thank you.